Discover connection, awaken sacredness, come power. Join us for our show on Blog Talk Radio. Discover Your Spiritual Gifts show number 78. We're your hosts, Violet and Dave. Dave's on travel today, so he's not with us. Our guest is Reiki Master Brett Bevel, who is an author of several books, including Healing Racism Within, Psychic Reiki, The Wizard's Guide to Energy Healing, Reiki Magic Guide to Self-Attunement, and Reiki for Spiritual Healing. Brett teaches regularly at the world's most premier holistic venues and is now offering his energy healing work through the Solvana app by Mind Valley. Also a poet and performance artist, Brett is an author of American Needs a Woman President and America Needs a Buddhist President, a poem that initially aired nationwide on NPR's All Things Considered. Bevel has electrified audiences around the world with his live oral recitations. Welcome, Brett, to the show. Wow. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, I always love to start the show because I think there's lots of people in the world today that are just connecting to who they are and their gifts. And so I love talking to people about their journey. What got you to where you are today, because I think most of us are guided in some way, some fashion. So share your story with us a little bit. Wow, that's a that's an amazing question. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, my journey has been a really wild ride, I have to say. I, I, uh, I grew up in New Mexico. Well, between New Mexico and Southern California, my parents got divorced when I was five. So um, I would usually spend most of the time with my mom and then visit my dad in the summer. And then a when it, when it came to be time to be in high school, I moved out uh, to Southern California and lived with my father. And, you know, I, I had a very dysfunctional family. I'm not going to go too deep into the story about it, but there was a lot of, um, a lot of racism, a lot of abuse, a lot of sexual abuse, a lot of incest, a lot of alcoholism. Um, you know, you name the, you name the problem and it was there pretty much. And for, I would say the first 20 some odd years of my life, I was pretty much a loner very depressed, um, you know, just didn't really uh, comprehend the depth of of the pain that I was in. Actually, I was just really shut down. And then in, after I graduated college, I think it was in 1985, um, I moved to Los Angeles and started taking acting classes with a guy named Eric Morris. And um, he still teaches there. And um he he he's an amazing teacher. He 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 was doing method acting techniques with with everybody there, and there were a lot of therapists actually in the audience in in Los Angeles who who would go to his classes to learn techniques to how to help open up their own clients because he had these amazing techniques for getting people really in touch with their real feelings. And when I was in that class, I realized that I had no idea who I really was or what I really felt. And I I became aware of how shut down I was. And so then from then on, it has become a profound journey uh, of healing and self-exploration. Eventually, several years after that, I uh, was living in New York City. 
uh, had an experience where I, I got my wisdom tooth pulled and uh, the student who, who worked on me was very rough. So it was at the NYU dental clinic. He was very rough with me and I was in a lot of pain when I went home and I had the good fortune of having a roommate who happened to be a Reiki practitioner, a fellow named Eben Dodd. And he never really talked about Reiki. I didn't know what Reiki was, but when he saw me come home that day, he offered to do some Reiki on me. And as soon as he touched my face, I felt a connection to something that felt much bigger than him and much bigger than me. And perhaps most importantly, much bigger than the pain that I was experiencing. And it really allowed me to fall into place of deep surrender and grace. And in that moment, even it's not the pain went away 100%, but it did go away significantly. But more important than that was this sense of knowing that I was going to be okay. This sense of knowing that in some way there was an intelligence in the universe and that intelligence was my friend. And um, it was a really profound experience for me. I mean, you know, in the, in the years previous, I had done the method acting work. I had done some psychotherapy, some 12-step groups, some other inner work, which was helpful. But it was really when I tapped into Reiki that my life just really started to exponentially go into a more healing and positive direction. So I got trained in Reiki a few weeks after that, that session with Eben and um, have been diving deeper and deeper into Reiki and also other forms of energy healing ever since. And, you know, one of the things that I find very interesting is that, you know, given, given my childhood, I probably either should be, you know, a, a drug addict or dead or in prison when, when I think of where I came from. And instead, uh, I'm a, a successful author. I'm happily married. I have a lovely son. And what's very interesting is I work at the Omega Institute and people at the Omega Institute know me for having this very loud laugh that they can hear all across their 200 acre campus. And so when I, when I look at who I was as a kid and how I've come to be who I am now, I really credit energy healing as being the primary kind of liberator of my soul. It's not that the other things didn't help. Obviously, psychotherapy was helpful. 12-step was helpful. Shamanic healing was helpful. But for me, it was really the, the energy healing that I feel really liberated my soul and has allowed me to live a very happy and abundant life. And so um, that's why I write the books that I do. That's why I teach this work. And I, I can only say, you know, uh, lovely things about Reiki and also the other modalities that I work with too, Magical Awakening and Light of the Eternal One. And uh, it's all such beautiful light and, and from a divine place. So um, that's a very long-winded answer to your question. No, I love, I love the journey and the story. And, you know, I'm an energy healer myself and I do all forms of energy healing. And I know as a teacher of Reiki, that there are like 70 plus different types of Reiki that are offered out there. And there's some similarities to each one. There's also some differences to each one. They're all a beautiful process. And I can tell just by our first few minutes that you hold a very sacred space for this healing method and not all practitioners do. And I think it's amazing when there's more of us out there that, you know, I've always believed that Reiki is very sacred and it, it has a very sacredness to it. And I've seen people that don't hold that space of sacredness and I'm always very sad when I see that because I believe it's part of the divine and it is so sacred. And when you can step in, you find your own sacredness within that. So I love sacredness. I'm kind of the queen of sacredness. So when I find people, 
that hold that space of sacredness, I feel very blessed and grateful. So I will say thank you for doing that because I don't think everybody does that. Um, so I love when I find people that understand that. So talk to me a little bit about psychic Reiki because yeah. that's part of who you are too. Share with us, what type of Reiki is that? What do you mean by psychic Reiki? Yeah, so that's a very good question. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little history around how it came to me. So in, in the winter of 2007, uh, it was in January of 2007, I was traveling by myself in Asia. At that moment that, that the psychic Reiki came to me, I actually happened to be in Laos. I was in the former royal capital of Laos, a place called Luang Prabang, which is a beautiful, uh, it's really more a village than a city with all these amazing little Buddhist temples. And it's a lovely place. And when I got there, within a couple of days of being there, um, I got very ill. Uh, all the guidebooks said that if you get sick, it's better to try to avoid going to a Laotian hospital if you can, because it's more likely you'll come out of the hospital with something much worse than what you had going in. Well, so I didn't, I didn't really seek, you know, uh, medical care. I just kind of hid in my room and did energy healing on myself nonstop. And after about two days. Um, what was going on actually was was my spleen felt very swollen and I had a fever. So I felt I mean, there was some kind of infection going on in my spleen. I didn't really know why, but I was doing nonstop energy work on it. And um, at a certain point, I literally heard a voice in my head say, would you like a new spleen? And I'm like, yes. And then instantly I felt fine. Now, I'm not saying that physically a new spleen appeared in my body, but I feel like in that moment, there was a transformation that occurred for me on the physical level where suddenly whatever that illness was, was just suddenly gone. Um, and I also feel when I look back on it, that that was, that the whole thing was kind of a test for me. Like, do you really believe in this work? Are you really going to commit to this work? You know, are you really going to just do energy healing to heal yourself? And, and I did, and I stuck with it. And I feel that, that I was kind of rewarded by what happened after that, where I went out to have lunch. I was hungry. I'd been hiding in my room for a couple of days. And I sat down at a little, uh, a small little Indian food place in Luang Prabang. I don't remember the name of it, but I do remember that I ordered aloo gobi. And they had these little plastic chairs outside. And I was sitting in a chair waiting for my food. And there was an empty chair next to me, a little empty white plastic chair. And suddenly I felt this amazing presence appear in that chair and had this immediate knowing that that presence was the spirit of Mikawasui, the founder of Reiki. And from that presence, from that spirit, uh, I felt a ball of white light go into the area of my heart chakra. And from that, uh, began having just very profound mystical experiences that literally went on for a number of weeks, um, where I would see these very complex mathematical equations in my mind. And I'm not a mathematician, but I would see these very complex mathematical equations in my mind's eye. And whenever I would see them, I would also at the same time have this intense connection to that eternal presence that exists in everything, even in a chair or a spoon or a glass of water. I would just feel this kind of infinite presence that's there. And after a number of weeks of this kind of ongoing mystical awareness that was happening, I, I came to realize that that ball of light was more than a ball of light, that it was actually, if you can imagine the energy of Reiki becoming crystallized and then being put in front of my heart chakra. So I call it the Reiki crystal. 
So I realized that there was a Reiki crystal that had been put there by the spirit of Mikawasui sitting in front of my heart chakra. And I, I realized over time, it took me literally a number of months to figure out all these pieces out. But after a period of months, I realized that if I simply just talked to that crystal with my mind or my voice, I could use my voice if I wanted to, but if I just spoke to the crystal, that it would send energy healing, it would send Reiki to whoever or whatever I was asking it to send to. So I could do self-treatments with this. I could send healing to other people. But beyond that, what I found interesting was that the Reiki crystal seemed capable of doing things that were outside the boundaries of what I found capable in traditional Reiki. So for example, the Reiki crystal could, could give shape to the energy. So in traditional Reiki, I think of the energy really flowing more like a like a flow of energy, right? So the Reiki crystal could actually create what I call Reiki holograms where the energy is in a particular shape, like a sacred geometric shape or the shape of a specific organ or organ system that I could then infuse that into that physical organ or organ system. So it kind of went into a different direction that I felt was beyond traditional Reiki training. And since the primary way of me communicating with my Reiki crystal was psychically, where I'm just psychically talking to it, uh, that's where the term psychic Reiki came from. And uh, for me, it's a very lovely system. I still teach traditional Reiki. I still have great respect for traditional Reiki and, uh, and also continue to do other Reiki trainings. Actually, later this year, I'm going to be taking the Holy Fire Reiki training with William Rand at Omega Institute. So I still love the traditional aspect of, of Reiki, but there's something about psychic Reiki that I find to be very, very user-friendly, very easy to use and also extremely, extremely powerful. Like the level of healing that, that people can, can experience from it is very quite profound. So um, so I really love it. And I, I appreciate that you asked that question about it so I can share this with your audience. Yeah, I love that. I love that story. So what we're gonna do is take a break, join us for a few messages from Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, and we will be back in a few seconds. Hi, I'm Violet Rain, Master and Teacher of Angelic Reiki at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. If you love angels, if you resonate with angels, or you're just interested in learning more about angels, most people really want to consider Angelic Reiki. But you know, Angelic Reiki is more than just working with the angels and learning a new healing modality. It's about ascension. And when you step into Angelic Reiki, you're not only working with angels, but you're working with ascended masters and galactic healers and the angelic kingdom of light which includes all of those steps in and helps you be able to hold more light and what I have found along this journey is it expands your ability to be able to hold light which raises your frequency which accelerates your ascension process so the individuals that step onto angelic Reiki are really ready to step onto their spiritual path learn more about angels, ascended masters, galactic healers, learn possibly a new healing modality that they'll use in their life, but also they're ready for those major shifts in their lives to really be on their spiritual path and take their journey to the next level. If you've been thinking about angelic Reiki or you'd like to find out more about this beautiful modality, please don't hesitate to contact me, Violet, at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com 
or check out our website under classes. You will find Angelic Reiki there with lots of information about this program and the benefits of taking this course. We hope to see you in class really soon and I hope to see you at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. So welcome back. I'm talking with Brett. We've been talking about psychic Reiki. I would like to move on and talk about your magical awakening energy healing because you have so much that you offer. I would love to understand all these different things that you bring to the world. Yeah, so magical awakening. It's interesting. When I think of 2007, it was a very profound year for me because um, you know, that's when the psychic Reiki energy came to me. Also later that same year, that's when the magical awakening energy came to me. So magical awakening came to me literally after a 12 day training in Mallorca, Spain, where I was doing a training in vortex healing, which is another beautiful energy healing system. It's not a system that I teach, but it's a lovely system. And I was doing the fifth level training, what they call omega level vortex training. Uh, and literally an hour after that, uh, training ended. I was in the swimming pool with uh, the woman who is now my wife. We weren't married yet, but we were boyfriend and girlfriend. And while I was in the swimming pool with her, I kept seeing this trickling light, a sparkling trickling light in the background of everything I would look at. And the best way I can describe it is you've, if you've ever seen the movie, The Matrix, how the ones and zeros kind of trickle across the screen as the credits are rolling. It was like that, but it wasn't ones and zeros. It was just a sparkly white light. It was literally in the background of everything that I was looking at. And I was also kind of hearing and feeling the presence of Merlin uh, behind that energy and connected to that energy. And I just had this knowing that this energy was something that I could empower people to. And literally while I was there with my wife in the pool, she's now, now my wife, at the time she wasn't, but I asked her if I could empower, I told her what I was seeing. And I said, can I empower you to this energy? And I empowered her to it and I asked her to send it back to me and so we just literally just kind of engaged in this energetic play happening in the pool and so that's how it came to me now at that point it was just coming to me as this sparkly white light um, since then it has evolved into a much more profound uh, multi-level system where uh, it's just a beautiful system at the first level a person is empowered to the energy and they're able to flow energy from what I call the three the three cauldrons. And the three cauldrons are, uh, there's an energy that I call dragon fire that flows out of the navel that has a very hot, fiery component to it. It's good for burning out negativity. There's an energy at the heart center that I call the grail that flows a very wonderful energy of nurturing and restorative healing. And then there's an energy at the crown that I call Arthur's crown that flows an energy of spiritual wisdom and awakening. And so at the first level, a person learns how to weave those three possibilities together for doing it, healing either on themselves or another person. The really nice thing is at that first level, you can also even still send it distantly to others. You can also send to groups of people. Um, the second level, and again, I, I can't explain all nine levels, but the second level gets a little bit more playful where you receive another empowerment and then you can bring through elemental energies through your fingertips. So you can bring in the energies of earth, air, fire, and water as well as any subset of those. And this is where it gets really interesting. So you could use the element of earth for grounding and centering, but you could also use a subset of the element of earth to bring in the energy of any crystal, any gemstone, any power spot on the planet, such as you know Mount Shasta or Sedona, any holy spot on the planet. And that's just the element of earth, right? And then when you factor in the element of water, you can bring in 
the element of water to soothe the emotional body, but you could also bring the element of water as any holy body of water. You know, the, the, the holy springs of Lourdes, the holy springs in Bali of Tempak Serene, even that, even that energy of the, maybe the, your favorite lake or, or beach that you used to go to as a child. You can bring in that specific energetic signature. So what happens after you get these, these four elements is you literally start to feel like you have the, the energetic signatures of pretty much anything on this planet is that your is that your capacity to bring that energy through. And then you can weave that through into a really beautiful and powerful healing. And again, there's more and more tools as the levels get higher and higher. Uh, we could be here all day if I was talking about all nine levels, but it's a very playful, very magical system. Again, uh, the primary guidance behind that I see is being Merlin and also Lady of the Lake. So there's kind of an energy of ancient Avalon and, and Celtic wisdom that's also woven in. And it's just a very beautiful system. I I love Reiki. I love teaching Reiki. I love psychic Reiki. But my preference, really, if I had to pick between any of the systems that I work with, uh, I really have a preference for the magical awakening. It's just, it's not only very playful and brings a great deal of joy. When you're doing a session, you just go into this place of deep joy. But I also find when working with clients, people just move through stuff much faster when I'm using magical awakening on them. It's pretty awesome. You know, those of us, you know, one of my guides is Merlin. I love working with Merlin. My daughters always had a love for King Arthur and Avalon and the Lady of the Lake and all that. Those are all very magical places that I think we all love to connect with. So what an amazing way to bring healing through using those energies and those beings. Yeah, it's, I mean, it really, and it, it, the funny thing is it, it keeps evolving. Like each year there's new tools that come through. There's, um, you know, the latest tool, and this is, this is a higher level, uh, level nine tool is called Merlin's book of magic, where you literally just, um, you know, you just talk <laughs> and the energy starts to flow. You don't have to move your hand and the energy just starts to move. And, um, you know, I don't know if there's the opportunity during our, our podcast together, but if there, if there was the opportunity for me to like send a little sample healing to the audience, I'd be more than happy to do so. Oh yeah, let's do that. Let's just take a few seconds and do that. If you're, if you're open to do that, I'd love to share. Yeah, I would love to do that. And, and so those of you who are, who are home listening to this, just make sure that you're not, you know, chopping vegetables or doing something on the side. If you need to hit the pause button, please do. And just make sure that you're either seated or lying down so that you can get the full experience of this. And also so that, you know, I don't want you to be driving a car or being in an altered space or anything while this is happening. So just get settled. And I'm going to begin by just inviting Merlin's Book of Magic to create a pyramid of blue fire around you now. And also inviting Merlin's Book of Magic to create a uh, sphere of the energy of dragon fire around you. And asking Merlin's Book of Magic also to manifest an octahedron of blue fire around you with the top half of that octahedron spinning to the right and the bottom half of that octahedron spinning to the left. And also inviting Merlin's Book of Magic to send the energies of Merlin's magic mirror as a beautiful cube around you so that it's reflecting to you from all sides as well as above and below. Merlin's magic mirror is beautiful. It reflects back to you that energy of your highest potential, that energetic signature. And while we're doing this, I'm also going to use Merlin's wand to bring through an energy that I call Ark of the Covenant, which is really about helping you to align with whatever your soul agreement is with the divine. So whatever you and the divine have agreed upon 
as your purpose, your mission in this life, Ark of the Covenant helps bring that into fruition. And then I'm also going to bring through uh, the element of earth, intending that I'm uh, doing what I call a healing emanation on your assemblage point. So the assemblage point is often kind of considered to be almost like the circuit box of the human energy system where a bunch of the different energy systems inter interconnect. So I'm doing a little bit of a, a healing on your assemblage point as that's happening. And um, we'll just let that unfold and go on for a little bit. And I'm going to keep it a little short. So I'm going to start moving towards um, towards the, the integration part. So uh, bringing through now the element of air, just to bring your mind into a place of centeredness and deep stillness and inner peace. And bringing through the element of earth now, uh, just as a grounding cord running from your root chakra all the way down to the center of the earth. And bringing through the element of fire as angel fire for just a quick energetic cleanse. And bringing you into the grail cup for integration and also bringing through a waterfall, a beautiful waterfall flowing down from above, flowing through all of your chakras, all of your meridians, washing away any last energetic debris that's ready to be released. And that, I mean, that again, that's just kind of a short little sample of some of this energy. And um, I hope you've enjoyed it. Also know you can certainly re-listen to that uh, again and again, if you wanna, if you wanna ex experience that healing more than once. That was really beautiful. Thank you for sharing. What an awesome, awesome experience. I really enjoyed it. Thank before you. we before we leave, I really want to talk about your book, Healing Racism Within, because I think that's a big topic for today's world. And, you know, how did that book come to be and what what led you to offer it and what's it about? Sure. So thank you for asking that question. And it it, it is an important topic, uh, you know, I think in, in terms of not just here in the U.S., but around the world. And I feel that you know, I said I, I came from a very dysfunctional background, and that included when I was a child witnessing a uh, uh, a race-based murder, a hate crime. Um, and um, in my own healing from that, again, you know, what has really liberated me from witnessing that trauma uh, was energy healing. And so I've often thought, especially since I work at Omega Institute, where I see so many powerful healers of different modalities, not just energy healers, but, you know, EFT and shamanic work and meditation and so many wonderful healing modalities. I've often thought and wondered, why don't we use these modalities also to heal uh, things like racism that exist not only in the culture at large, obviously there's, you know, policies that maybe need to be changed or things in the culture that need to be changed, but how do we address that as it exists in ourselves? How do we bring in energy healing to release, uh, you know, the energy that's been held in our DNA for hundreds of years around uh, racial inequality and, and the trauma that exists there. How do we use uh, working with the divic realm, for example? Uh, that's one technique that I talk about in my book is connecting with the, the, the divic realm to help clear your ancestral lines of any, any pain that your ancestors either received or caused regarding issues around race so to really bring that that healing home into our bodies even using things that, that are very simple like gratitude i know often in in holistic communities we talk a lot about gratitude and being grateful 
and gratitude is powerful. It's a huge, you can rewire your brain. So one of the exercises I talk about in my book is using gratitude for other cultures, gratitude for people who look different than you, who speak different than you, who are, have different racial backgrounds than you, but really doing what I call a racial multicultural gratitude practice so that you're forcing your brain to express gratitude and you can start very simple even if it's some even if it's expressing gratitude for a a childhood athlete hero you know for example i as a child really adored uh, muhammad ali so it, part of my racial gratitude practice is expressing gratitude for him for the courage i feel that he uh, embodied and for his his witty uh, rhymes and and how that affected me as a child it was very important for me and so expressing that gratitude, expressing gratitude for the history around jazz music, which has its roots in, in Black music and, and Black culture, and expressing that gratitude, expressing gratitude even around the beautiful colors of, of saris and, and you know, the kinds of fabrics that you'll see coming from India and Bangladesh. And my wife, is her heritage is from Bangladesh. So expressing that gratitude as a daily practice, what I notice as you do that, it, and you can start simple, even if you're somebody who, you know, you, you like a good burrito and you want to express gratitude for Mexican food, that's a place to start. Start by expressing gratitude for things, attributes, people from different cultures uh, to really rewire your brain to be grateful. And when you start to do that, it, it really changes how you how you can see the world. It helps us to be more open. And one thing I, I wanted to say too, is that when I first started this practice a number of years ago, I would notice that I would actually get very tired when I would begin doing it. And that seemed like a mystery to me. And I, the more I investigated, I realized the reason I was getting tired was because if you think of the morphogenetic field of over 500 years of uh, you know, slavery and oppression, Right? So there's, a, there's an energetic field that is created through that. And so what I realized is that as I was expressing gratitude, that that gratitude in my own body was also rubbing up against that, that resistance of that morphogenetic field that had been going on through me and through all of us for the past 500 years, and it would make me tired and sleepy. And so it, it made me realize how strong that kind of invisible morphogenetic field is that kind of keeps us in these little grooves and keeps us in these little boxes in ways that we, we aren't even really aware of most of the time. So the book is really just about taking these holistic practices, these spiritual practices, and turning them towards the issue of racism so that we can really heal it in ourselves. And hopefully, you know, my hope is that as people heal it in themselves, then it becomes expressed as a, as a more profound healing in our cult culture at large. Wow, thank you for sharing all this information. I mean, um, lots of amazing energy healing tools and things that you do in your books. If somebody wanted to work with you, Brett, find out more about you, how would they find you? What can they do? What do you offer? Yeah, so I mean, there's a few ways you can find me. I have two websites. I'll give the, I'll give the names for both of them. So there's brettbevel.com. So that's B-R-E-T-T. B-E-V-E-L-L.com. And that's my website where I, you know, have postings about my books and postings about mostly where my live events are, are going to be. Like I have my live events that are going to be happening at Omega Institute. I'll be part of the Reiki conference there September 23rd through 25th. I'll be teaching a, a you know, a, a Reiki master training there later in October. 
So those are all posted on brettbevel.com. But I have another website, which is academyofloveandlight.us. And if you go there, you can actually find a number of online trainings that I have. Um, for example, if you're interested in learning the Magical Awakening, the first level, I have that laid out as a 28-day online training. It's pre-recorded, but each day there's a, a little bit of content. You also receive an empowerment through the video. Um, so you, you, you're taken kind of in very gentle steps over a 28-day period to teach you how to use the first level of Magical Awakening to do healing for yourself, healing for another, distant healings and healings on groups of people. There's also a Facebook group I've created related to that. So you could learn how to do a, a Magical Awakening, you know, how to become a Magical Awakening practitioner. And then at the end, the last thing you do is once you finish the course, I have my email in there and I just say, email me, send me a short session so I can see that you actually really understand the work. And then I issue you a certificate. So that's just one of the courses that is offered there. I also have uh, some other courses as well. But again, that's academyofloveandlight.us. Awesome. And I wanted to say, I, I'm just going to throw this out. This is a spontaneous thing coming into me right now. If your audience would like, um, when, when does this air? When will the podcast air? It's like the end of September, it looks like the date. So end of okay. September, it should go live. Okay, so I have a code right now that's currently only good until September 6th, but I'll, I'll push it back. By a couple months so that your audience can experience it and it's so if people go to academyofloveandlight.us and if there's a program there that you see that you would like to take and if you if when it comes to the time of purchase if you type in the code you know it would all be lowercase as one word which is reiki heals so r-e-i-k-i-h-e-a-l-s if you type in that code you'll get a 50 percent discount off anything that's offered on academyofloveandlight.us and um, I'll just make sure that I extend that code so that it happens, you know, uh, a few months from now when, when everyone will be hearing this. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing with us today. Thanks for being on the show. It's been such a delight to get to meet you and get to find out more. Now I want to carry your books in my store. So we got to figure that out because I yeah. would love to have them in our store for people to pick up as well. So We'll have to work on that so I can get them in. So by the time this airs, we should have the books locally for those that are local. They can stop in and pick up some of the books as well. Beautiful. So much. I so appreciate being on your show and I'm so grateful to you and to your partner. I know he's not here today, but I know he was part of this setups and kind of getting everything together. So thank you to both of you. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Stay tuned. We'll have some more information about Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. And we hope that you will subscribe and follow us on all the platforms. Thanks for listening today, and I hope to see you really soon. Hello, my name is Trina Schneider, and I am a spirit medium and intuitive reader. I also offer angelic Reiki and crystal healing. I was born an empath and have seen and heard spirits since I was a little girl. For many years, I ignored my gifts, but knew I was meant to be a healer. I started my journey doing private yoga sessions and yoga helped me to reconnect with my mind, body, and spirit. I was then led to an intuitive mentor and took her classes to find out who I was and what my spiritual path should be, never thinking it would lead to a complete career change after being a hairstylist for 30 years. My spiritual path is a never-ending journey of healing myself and helping others. 
I consider my readings to be sacred and use prayer, meditation, and call upon my ancient Puebloan ancestors, angels, and other guides. In my readings, I view your energy through a rose. I connect you to your relevant past lives, bring in messages from your spirit guides, angels, and ancestors. I read the layers of your aura through your chakras to uncover blocks, bring in clarity, guidance, and direction for your life path. I do in-person readings that discover your spiritual gifts and remote readings over Zoom. To book your readings with me, please call or text me at 720-334-7754 or contact the center. I look forward to meeting you real soon. Hi, this is Dave Barnett better known as Dave the Mystic. I am a long-term aerospace engineer, but back in 1983, I had some events in my life that forced me to reconsider how reality works. I became involved in healing, channeling, meditation, and developing my psychic gifts. Over the years, I continued to work with these, and I had a wonderful opportunity in 2003 to take four years and really delve into all forms of healing, and along the way, other gifts showed up. I am now working at the center full-time, and I'm happy to offer work with past lives, with working with subconscious core beliefs. I do a lot of work with energy and entity clearing, and since I do this always long distance, I can do it all over the world. I also work with karma burning and with soul retrieval, and Soul Splinter Return. I'd be happy to work with you. Please feel free to give me a call here at the center, and we can set up an appointment. My direct phone number is 303-902-5323. Thank you, and have a great day. Uh, Hi, I'm Nikki Milton. I am the center manager and marketing manager here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. I'm here two days a week on Mondays and Fridays marketing this beautiful center and um, making sure that the center is up to standard for all you lovely guests who will hopefully come and visit us soon. I also own a content marketing agency, so I'm a teacher here in the space because I have a real passion for helping the spiritual business owners in this community learn how to brand and market their businesses. So I run a business class series every year on branding and marketing and social media classes, as well as a full strategy workshop towards the end of the year to help you get your business in line for for the upcoming year. And that is what I do here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Discover Connection Awaken Sacredness Come Empowered Join us for our show on Blog Talk Radio.